0: Welcome! Episode 114 of the Ask Achieve show, where we answer all of your burning questions on all things health, fitness, and nutrition.
1: We're your hosts, Lauren and Jason Pack, and we're on a mission to bring inclusivity and positive vibes to the fitness space. Today we'll be discussing squatting with a natural back arch, getting back to Olympic lifting after pregnancy, and how to increase range of motion in cat-cow. We hope you're excited. Let's get into the show. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Cat-cow. Cat-cow. What's up, Achievers? Episode 114. Um, you want to talk about uh your mom with the uh, amazing sassy oh my gosh. comeback? Oh, I
1: have to find my text. But so if you listen to the last podcast, we asked for for how you would respond to um, somebody coming up to you and giving you unsolicited advice in the gym. Um, and my mom is a sassy lady,
0: firecracker. <laughs> And, She's right here with us. So yeah. There.
1: And what's also really funny is she she resp- she texted me what she would have said to the guy in the gym before she even knew that we were asking for like people to send us in their their opinions on what they would say. She just as soon as she heard the topic, she texted me immediately with what she would have said. So she didn't have to think about it very long. She said, "So what I would say to the guy in the gym is, oh, that's so interesting. I was just going to offer you some suggestions." <laughs> Which is just perfect. Um, so just give it a little right back to him I love it. I love it. Um it's
0: not overly mean, it's just like a yeah, it's just a nice tug in cheek. Like, yeah. It's perfect.
1: It's perfect. We uh when we I had a through a surprise birthday party for my mom last year or two years ago and um it was last year, and I had people send me via text or email, like one word that you would use to describe Leslie. And I w- made one of those little like word bubble things on a chalkboard of like all the different words that I got. And I made some of the words that I got multiple times a little bit bigger. And sassy was, was one of the biggest. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's perfect. <clears throat> Um, Yeah, so I think we can get into it all. The other thing that's going on is Kendrick is sick for the first time, and it's so so sad. So sniffly, but he is snuggly.
0: Sniffly and snuggly. snuggly. Sniffly, snuggly, and sassy are the three (laughs) S's for this podcast. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, but he's doing okay. He's just just a little cold, but it's so sad to see. Um, Okay, so we are going to get started with... A question from Anita underscore KN, and she said, what do you think about squatting if you have a natural arched lower back?
0: Yes, good question. Because, um, yeah, we, I mean, we often refer to cues as like flat back and keeping your back in more of a neutral position. Um, and we say that just for the sake of brevity, right? We right, it's make, just
1: for like simplicity. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: and now, yeah, some people do have a more naturally just pronounced lower back position. Um, we call that being a little bit more lordotic than other people. And so what you want to do is, first of all, you want to try to lay down on your back to kind of assess where your back position should be. So you lay down on your back, you have your knees up and your feet down, and now from there you have your hands on your rib cage. And what I want you to do is try to push your rib cage and lower back down towards the floor. And now wherever that position is for your lower back, you might have a slight arch, you might be completely flush to the floor... That's basically your neutral, and you want to maintain that neutral when you do your deadlifts and squats and whatever exercises that, um, you know, you want to keep a neutral spine for. Um, it, you don't have to force yourself into a flat position if you have a naturally pronounced lower back arch. It's a, That's totally fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, or if you look at the spine, like if you look at a skeleton of a, the spine, it's slightly rounded in the upper back in the thoracic spine and slightly arched in the... In the lower back. Yes, the, yep. And so there it is supposed to have a little bit of a curve. You're not supposed to necessarily have a completely stick straight spine. Yes. Yep. It's meant for movement. And so we don't ever think that it's like oh, it's better if you can get your back completely flat. Like, it is totally okay to have that, that little bit of a natural arch. Um, it's only if that arch becomes more pronounced as you squat, yes. then that's a problem. Or if that arch is is causing... If you're having a lot of lower back pain, you can't figure out why, it's possible that that arch is becoming more pronounced than it should be. Yeah. And then in that case, we can work on different, like, maybe stretches or, or mobility work that's maybe... The cause of why that lower back arch is being so pronounced. Um, But yeah, if you have just a natural lower back arch that doesn't cause you any pain, that when you lie on the floor, it's just a slight arch off the ground while your rib cage is flat, then that's totally fine and and you're totally safe to keep squatting that way.
0: Yeah, probably a a better just overall cue would be to just keep your rib cage down Mm -hmm. as opposed to back flat. But when people are seeing it from the outside it's it's really difficult to see like is their ribcage down it's yeah. easier for us to just say keep a flat back and people kind of get the idea of like generally should just have a neutral alignment but yeah everyone's neutral is slightly different right yeah yeah, yeah. cool
1: good question um okay next one is from um this is so funny because when i first read her handle i read it completely <laughs> different so it's super pim pim but I definitely read it as super pimpin' <laughs> when I first read it. Like, unbelievable I was like, that's like an amazing handle. I mean, it's great either way. But um, anyway, she said, what would be the smart way back to Oli lifting clean, jerk, and snatch with a barbell after pregnancy? So this yeah, is a great
0: question. A, what a timely question. Timely
1: question because I was just thinking that I really want to start getting back into <laughs> Olympic lifting. Um, so this is kind of perfect because Jason and I were actually brainstorming together how I would start to reincorporate Olympic lifting into my program. So we can just start talking about that. Yeah, so we that.
0: sign you up for a competition uh, next <laughs> no, month. <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: that's not what to do. Um, so yeah, so obviously everyone is going to have a different experience with labor and delivery and their recovery and everything like that. So I wouldn't put a timeline on this um, necessarily. I would think about it more in terms of if you feel physically ready and you've been like cleared by not only your doctor but probably – Even better, a pelvic floor uh, physical therapist who can kind of look a little further into what might be going on with your recovery. Um, But don't rush into this or think that, oh, like somebody else that I saw that just had a baby is Olympic lifting already and they're only a month postpartum. Like maybe I should be able to do that too. Like don't put a timeline on yourself. That would be number one. Um, And then number two is to start easing back in with some of the technique work before you get into the more like power ballistic work. So we talked about, um, for for me, I'm not quite ready to go right into like full cleans and snatches yet, but I do want to start working on um, just reincorporating them back in. So we're going to start with front squats and overhead squats, um, because those are the positions that I need to be able to land in comfortably. So we want to slowly reincorporate those movement patterns.
0: And now you've been doing, prior to this, goblet squats, Mm -hmm. kettlebell squats, um, all all the general like prerequisites, right? Right,
1: exactly. Yeah. So I didn't just jump right from having a baby to front squats and overhead squats, I've been progressing back up to this. So Mm -hmm. after doing some more like regressed or I guess modified squat variations, I'm ready for front squats and overhead squats. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also going to work on some push presses. And what else did we say?
0: We also said uh, like no feet cleans, no feet snatches where you aren't leaving the floor, but you are practicing the pattern. um, But you're not actually going in into a full... Uh, squat position from those, uh, from those lifts and you're not also having the impact, right? That's yeah. the, the main thing that you were concerned about.
1: Yeah. For me, the main concern is like when right now, even like some jumping exercises still don't feel great for me. And so I'm not going to go right into jumping and landing in a full squat Yeah. <laughs> because that doesn't, it, I already know that doing like a body weight squat jump right now is still like iffy. So yep. instead of wor- worrying about Jumping and landing. I'm just going to worry about the the technique and the movement of the barbell. So the yeah. bar path and everything like that. Those are skills that I can continue to work on right now. And then outside of the Olympic lifts, I'm going to start incorporating some more um, like jumping and some more kind of regressed power exercises um, that aren't quite as intensive as the barbell lifts.
0: Yeah. So doing some l- light and controlled plyometrics, right? right. And even yeah. just like I think we just talked about, like from your feet hip width apart. And just shuffling your feet to the outsides and yep. landing firmly, um, but obviously not having a barbell in your hands and trying to worry about the technique of that. Right. Just literally working on footwork and plyometrics uh, from a very controlled standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's probably the, the three-part progression, making sure that you can do just the general um, accessory lifts for the Olympic lifts, so front squatting, overhead squatting, then going into some technique work without the impact, and then doing some plyometric stuff that controls the impact. And allows you to uh, uh, absorb those forces uh, slowly over time.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then putting it all together and starting really light. That's the other thing, is like, don't yeah. worry about try to forget about any weights that you used to do. Um, and I've been doing that with all of my lifts. And I think something that's been really helping me too, is I consider every lift that I do right now is a PR because I've never lifted. Even when I lifted my first deadlift was like a 24 kg kettlebell, which I've deadlifted, you know, what have I deadlifted? 2 275 pounds in my life. But, and that was a 50 pound deadlift. But I was like, this is a PR because I've never deadlifted after having a baby, right? So like every lift right now is a personal record and it is something to celebrate because I've never done this after going through pregnancy and and going through childbirth. So don't beat yourself up over numbers or compare yourself to where you used to be because you're just in a different body right now and you get to, it's kind of cool because you get to almost start fresh. Yeah. Um, And I've been viewing it that way and that's been really, really helping.
0: Yeah, awesome.
1: Cool. All right, and then we have one more question. This one is from isa.try and she said in the cat cow flow how can i increase range of motion in the cat pose my upper back feels so tight
0: so this is a really good question cuz a lot of people don't really view their upper back as a place that could get that can get tight in a rounded position right mm-hmm. i think most people assume that everyone's a little bit too rounded and they need more extension so you see all like the t spine extension work and you see downward dogs and you see all these shoulder and chest openers But the reality is that when you are stuck in this sort of like rounded forward, um, rounded shoulder posture, um, you are also stuck in a position where you can't flex even further, right? And so one thing that we like to do with our members is really practice positions like cat-cow and other positions where we're really trying to – get you in a position where your your upper back is really flexing forward more and more. And the more mobility you have, both in flexion and extension, the better, because your spine is meant to move. Right. Um, now, as far as if you feel like you're just kind of like stuck, what you can do is use your breath as a means of assistance. And so what you can do... Is get on all, fo- all on all fours. I always say all floors. Get on, <laughs> get on all all the floors. floors <laughs> in a um, yeah, in a quadruped position, and then from there, act as if you're about to do a cat cow. And what I want you to do is inhale deeply in a more neutral position, and then exhale hard through tight lips as if you're blowing up a really strong balloon. You're trying to blow that balloon up with tight lips. And as you are exhaling for about four to five seconds, I want you to push your upper back up towards the ceiling. And just the act of really exhaling hard like that in a prolonged fashion, it really helps to get your ribcage depressed down. And you, when your ribcage depresses down, it allows your upper back to relax more and get into a further uh, position of a stretch. And so just doing that for a few cycles really helps out. And now let's say you've just fully exhaled for about four to five seconds, and your upper back is pretty high up towards the ceiling, stay there and do it again. So inhale again, but don't come back down. Just inhale in that position, and then exhale again for four to five seconds, pushing your upper back up towards the ceiling. And just do that for a few cycles, and it'll really start to help uh, loosen up your upper back. Um, Do it probably once or twice a day for a couple weeks or so, and just see how things shake up
1: yeah that would be exactly my advice. I would also say just look at your the rest of your body and make sure that you're not holding tension anywhere else so a lot of times people are holding tension like in their neck or in their lower back as they're trying to flex over with their upper back and if you're looking like forward or looking up with your head and trying to round your back that'll make things oh, very true. difficult. so allow your head to kind of just like relax down as you're pushing into the floor that's gonna help the your cervical spine to relax because if you're if your neck is kind of extended, it's going to be hard to flex your upper back. Yeah. Um, so just some little things like that. Like try to try to kind of relax everywhere else as well.
0: Right. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and the other thing this helps with are hollow holds. A lot of people mm. have difficulty with hollow holds, not because their core strength is lacking, but because they just have. Um, a restriction in their upper back in a flexion pattern, and so they just can't get their upper back off the floor just because they're just a little bit tight there. And so this can really help in, in that in that regard.
1: Yeah, you'll see people like they are trying to lift off the ground, but they end up so they end up kind of just like their lower back ends up arching when they try to lift yeah. their upper back off the ground because they can't actually round their upper back. And if you round your upper back, it kind of pushes your lower back down into the floor. If
0: yeah. you can't
1: do that, then your lower back kind of lifts up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very then true. You
1: end up feeling it in your back or in your hip flexors rather yeah. than in your abs. Or
0: like so. your neck cramps down. Yeah. So all all these different things happen. Um but yeah, T spine flexion is definitely not a bad thing to yeah. have. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's a pretty That's quick. quick episode but it's quick chock full of information <laughs>
1: yeah I think those are all of our answers to your burning questions yeah you feel like I looked like you looked like you had something else to say no I do not have an idea okay sorry <laughs> this is a podcast so nobody had to know that but I had to point it out <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, thank you so much for listening and sending in those questions and if you have a question of your own that you would like to ask send us uh, that question at Achieve Fitness Boston on Instagram. If you like the podcast and you wouldn't mind leaving us a review on iTunes, we'd be very grateful please, for that. Please, we
0: haven't gotten one in like a couple weeks, so oh, please. We're, 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 we're lacking. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and until next time, peace, love, and, and muscles. muscles.